previously on Elden Ring. Oh yes, tarnished are we? Come to the lands between for the Elden Ring? Hmm? Of course you have. No shame in it. Unfortunately for you, however, you are maidenless. As the creature acting as the sentry shrieks to its companions, another one that went completely unnoticed emerges from the tall beach grass below us. Some carry wooden clubs and wooden shields. We fall back, they continue to shriek and charge along the coast of the misty calm waters. We initiate the attack with a jumping downward strike on the center one. Half of its health gets knocked away. We fall back, separated and finish it off with another jumping strike before we quickly roll away to gain distance again. Shield drawn, we continue to maneuver. We face two of them. We slash quick, catch one on the shoulder, roll back, dodge a strike, chased by the next. We roll across the blood-stained sand, strike down one chasing us. The final one shrieks, but no one hears it. We face each other, charge, dodge its horizontal strike, catch it with a heavy slash. The two of us continue to swing and dodge. It winds up to attack. We strike before it can. It falls. Vanquishing an enemy group will replenish your flasks. The number and type of flasks to be replenished varies. Depending on the enemy group, you cannot replenish more flasks than your maximum amount allows. We admire the carnage. Then continue on our way along the coast. We look up at the yellow clouds above. We see what appears to be a large castle perched on a cliff to the northeast. We continue toward it, not knowing what all to expect. Cross over large, gnarled dead trees, and across a few large gray boulders. On the horizon, the beach opens up just a little. Something large and circular is moving. It appears to be covered in a thick shell. We evaluate the surroundings. Tortoise to our right. It appears to be no threat, but who knows. The creature on the left appears to definitely be a threat. We stop and watch using numerous tentacle-like legs. It maneuvers away from the beach, toward the tall cliff to our right. We too head toward the cliff. We try to get a better angle. It goes back in the direction of the water. We watch it. From here, we can also run past it if we need to. The tortoise in front of us appears to be okay with us both, so we leave it alone. The beach slopes upward toward the cliff, so we run up the hill and toward a small glowing object in the grass. Pick it up, we see it's a ruined fragment. We've not seen one yet, so we examine it. The Ruined Fragment Stone fragments found near places where ruins have fallen from the sky. These shards of stone are believed to have once been part of a temple in the sky. They glow with a faint light from within. It can be used for crafting, or simply for throwing at enemies. We get our eyes on the large creature, hovering the coast once again. Now we notice a second, which hovers a little further down the coast really don't know why, but we begin to approach the first. We see now what appeared to be a shell is not a shell. It's covered in large, slithering, circular tentacles which it uses to maneuver around the beach. The tentacles almost appear to be snakes, certainly a hideous beast. 
We get into our sneak position and approach it from behind. This thing is maybe twice the height of us, maybe wide as five or six of us. Now we see it also has a baby to its right. It sees us, stands up on two of its tentacles, and leaps at us much quicker than we thought. We roll away at the last second and misses. We lock on, still facing it. We walk backwards as fast as we can. As it continues to pursue us, we wait for an opening. We get a little closer, enticing it to attack. It appears to have eggs all over its body. It rears up again. We both strike at the same time. Our sword doesn't reach, but its long tentacles reach us. It pounds the sand below it. We land a quick slash. As we connect, it leaps up again. This time it connects. Our blood splatters on the sand. We barely scratch its health bar. Okay, we know it's not a wise move to fight this thing. We run back the way we came. Still enraged, it continues to jump up and down. It lands on one of the rotten trees. Pieces of the trunk go flying in every direction. We drink a crimson flask. Now it watches us but doesn't move forward, because we move forward. It leaps at us again, we dodge. This time we try jumping strike, see what our chances are. We land the attack, but again we barely damage it. Without looking back, we sprint past it in the direction we intended to go. More ruins on our right toward the cliff. Perhaps we can find shelter. From behind a boulder we look back, continues to chase, but it is further away. We head upward, climbing the slope of sand. Now, behind the old ivy-covered ruins, we pick up another ruined fragment. Looking back, we don't see the one who chased us. We see the next one. It doesn't notice us yet. We circle past it. Toward a section of the beach, which is much darker, and where tall, narrow rocks protrude from the sand in a formation, we approach the area. The only movement we see here are small birds perched atop boulders, and they appear to be no threat. Approaching the area with caution, we see a narrow trail of light in the sand, which appears to be circling the rock formation. It's odd, perhaps an invisible enemy. We get closer. They seem to emit a faint, glistening sound. They appear to be tracks, or maybe something coming from below the sand. The tracks just dissipate and continue along its pattern. They definitely appear to be footsteps. The tracks make prints on the ground. This time we walk right in its path, almost anticipating getting knocked over, but once again nothing happens. Never stopping, we evaluate our surroundings. This is puzzling. A seagull flies above, see nothing else. The circular pattern continues around the rocks. Let's try to attack it. It grows near once again. We attack, nothing happens. Let's try chasing it. We attempt to run in the exact same path, replicating its footsteps. They travel much faster than us, almost the speed of a horse, maybe an invisible horseman. But if that were the case, we would get knocked over. The birds just watch us, nothing happens. We strike again and again, nothing. As we continue trying to determine what this is, rain begins to pour down. Still nothing. We look at the birds. The birds seem to be mocking us. Again and again we try. Who knows when we'll return to this remote corner of the beach. We have to cut our time loss and leave this behind. Let's finish our journey down this beach. We continue northwest along the coast. This section of beach seems to end here. It's where the sand meets the tall, jagged stone cliff with the grand castle perched high above. What could be at the end?
At the very edge, the very corner of the beach, we see a bonfire with a figure sitting next to it. It appears to be human-like. We lock on. Once again, not knowing if it's friend or foe, he or she does have a health bar. Anticipating a battle, consume another flask of crimson tears. Slowly approach. It's sitting on the sand, legs crossed. It almost appears to be bobbing back and forth very slowly. We get closer. See, it's a person. They're alive or dead. Who can know in this land? It is armored. Its arms are folded. Its head down. It appears to be sleeping. We crouch down. Get close. Three butterflies hover over the fire. As the dried beach grass sways back and forth with the wind. We see an object next to the fire, along with a corpse. The corpse is frail and has an unusually long neck. The tall stone cliff surrounds us here. Atop the corpse is an object we can pick up. We don't know if it sees us or not. It appears to be sleeping, but maybe it sees us. Maybe it sees us and doesn't care. We sneak. Do we pillage the remains? Do the remains belong to him? We don't wish to steal what is not ours. We approach and get right next to him. And stand up, attempting to wake him. But nothing. Let's pillage the remains. We approach the corpse. It's a strip of white flesh. Seems like he's not waking up anytime soon. So we have a look. The strip of white flesh is consumable? They're thin strips of flesh taken from a bloodless creature. The dried meat toughens the constitution, boosting resistance. It's known for its long-lasting effect, material used for crafting items. This time, we loot the butterflies. It's a smoldering butterfly. It's an eternally burning butterfly, found near wildfires and elsewhere. Serves as kindling for a number of items. We decide to finally wake him, it's time. Time to wake up. We stand next to him. We bump him gently. He shakes off his head climbs to his feet, and of course, picks up a sword roughly twice the size of his body. He attacks immediately. We maneuver and dodge. Another heavy overhand strike. He winds up again. We quickly move in and slash. He gets into a defensive stance, holding his sword out with both hands. We strike again, then fall back. He strikes, we dodge. We perform a jumping attack. He shouts out in rage and emits a red glow, a huge heavy swing. We continue to battle next to the bonfire on the shore. Another huge swing, and his sword gets stuck in the sand. He counters and connects with us. It knocks off a quarter of our health. We circle him. He performs a shoulder charge and knocks us down. The sand is soaked in blood. He winds up once again. We jump strike, and he falls. Blood splatters onto the sand and rocks. He collapses onto his knees, then falls face first into the sand. We now have over 1,000 runes. Nothing to loot from him. So we head back to the bonfire. and notice a large skull on the ground, emitting a white light from the eye sockets. It appears to be humanoid, but much larger than us. We shatter it with our sword, and pick up a golden rune. We have a look. Grace, that dwells within the inhabitants of the lands between, the lingering trace of gold. Runes are nourishment for the development of any tarnished, provided a finger maiden can be found, used to gain a small number of runes. Now, we head to the very edge of where the water meets the cliff. Washed up debris, broken splinters from wooden boxes, washed ashore. An old broken down canoe. Could it have been his? How did he even find this place? What was he doing? End of the line. So we head back the direction we came from. 
This time, we run alongside the edge of the cliff, instead of the beach. It's not too far away, but let's see what's on this side. Another skull with a golden rune. I wonder if the best time to use these skulls is when we're close to a level up. Along the base of the cliff, we pass tumbleweeds and the golden tracks once again. We've realized we're down to one half of a health bar, so we cast our urgent heal incantation. Our health bar goes up, our focus bar goes down. Seems like it takes longer than just consuming a crimson flask. It also uses up focus, still nice to have though, so maybe we use it when we're out of combat. The terrain begins to change just a little. Taller, greener grass, white flowers. One of the flowers stands out, we pick it up. It's an earthly flower. It's a dusky yellow flower. It started to fade to brown, found throughout the lands between, said to be fed by leaves that fell from the earth tree in days of antiquity. Let's check our map. Looks like on the way here we passed by a cave we didn't notice. It's on our map. Coastal Cave. It's very close. Just due south. Somehow we ended up climbing this cliff back to the way we came. A few squirrels scuttle off as they see us approaching. To get to that cave, we need to head back down toward the beach. Before we go down, let's head up just a little more. As we turn to our left, we see a giant monster facing us straight out of a nightmare. It has a huge sword, ribs exposed. This hill, this slope has huge boulders and bushes. We hide inside one of the bushes. It hunches over and searches for us, almost appears to be trying to smell us. Thank you for joining me. 